What's up, everybody? Joseph back with another episode of DFW Creatives, where I shine a spotlight on Dallas-Fourth creatives I find inspiring. My special guests today are Hugh and Holly Breland of Historic Church. Historic Church is a community-focused nonprofit organization that meets every Sunday at Crowdus Bar in Deep Ellum. Historic Church also does monthly pop-up shows featuring local artists. I'm super excited to have Hugh and Holly here. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. We're honored to be here. Thanks for including us in the podcast today. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are uh, not only doing amazing stuff for uh, Dallas, South Dallas, I used to say Dallas in general, uh, but you're also really good friends and good people. Um, so it's like double, double the pleasure here. Uh, yeah, let's turn on that music. <laughs> 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 I know, I know. Well, actually, we're just uh, enjoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song's a moment good. <laughs> um, no, no, you guys are awesome. I love you guys. Uh, and a big shout out to Full City Rooster. That's uh, right. Raise your glasses. Uh, though some of the the best coffee in Dallas here. We're recording here at uh, Michael. Uh, he's uh, episode number four. Anyways, thank you, Michael, for loaning us your space. So back to back to you guys. I want to talk about historic church and yeah. all the all the badass shit that you're doing uh for dallas how, how did this start probably the simplest way to say it is you know it is <laughs> it's funny that it's called historic church uh because certainly when we started this uh several years ago we weren't thinking dallas needs another church <laughs> we were just thinking dallas needs a different kind of church and uh, one that's actually focused on the community and one that is confronting injustice interrupting cycles of poverty and violence and inequality we were definitely thinking hey let's try something different um because in in my mind um honestly i would have probably left organized religion and the whole quote-unquote church thing a, a long time ago um because Realistically, man-made organized religion puts you in exclusive boxes, right? And says, these people fit and these people don't. Um, And so I think whether you're talking about Jesus or Martin Luther King or Mother Teresa, everybody was welcome at their table. And historic, everybody's welcome at the table. Yeah, I like And so because we're blatantly inclusive, I mean, we meet in a bar, and the bar is open every week. Uh, and I, th- I think people that engage with us go, wow, this doesn't feel like I expected it. And, and that, that's our hope, that you would come and engage with us and experience something refreshing and different, um, and also be inspired to not sit on the sidelines in our community, but to be a part of contributing, not just consuming here in our community because certainly um, it doesn't take more than about three seconds to look around and go things aren't as they should be necessarily in South Dallas or in a lot of communities Um, we have a lot of people that are hurting a lot of people that are left out a lot of people that are in the margins who are the most educated uh, women in the in the planet right now black women that they go read the statistics who has the least amount of jobs, specifically CEO level jobs in our, in our nation? Black women. That's an issue, right? So there's, there's different types of inequality. And yeah, we play in certain spaces, I would say. Um, we, we're very focused on kids that are in the margins. 
um, and families that are in the margins and certainly like specifically single moms that, uh, man, I mean, they are up against it and the systems are not created so that they will benefit, right? And I think that one of the things that we like to think about is the status quo. And you, know, you can sit back and accept the status quo and go, uh, the mountains are too high, it's too big of a, something to conquer and like try to you know, help. I'm just one person. But man, I, I'm telling you what, the hope is in the idea that many of us will say, no, 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 no to the status quo, right? I am not going to, and I mentioned Martin Luther King a second ago. That dude, if he were sitting here on a podcast, he would say, don't just accept the status quo. Like, don't just let it be the way it is. It, be about it. Get out. It's going to, I'll tell you this, it's going to be uncomfortable and unfamiliar when you're very first. It's like working out. When you very first start working out, you're, you're like, man, I didn't know I had a muscle there. <laughs> But and so when you start hanging out with people that don't look like you, smell like you, talk like you, earn like you, go to the same school as you, all that stuff, shit, it's hard. You, you, you're crossing lines. And but that's what we are about at Historic. We cross lines to, to welcome people in and to help as opposed to, and I think a lot of organized religion, but quite frankly, a lot of just systems in our world right now draw lines to keep people out maybe build walls to keep people out, right? So I think that what we're trying to do is say, hey, in, instead of maybe, maybe just talking about the other people or, the, you know, or, or looking over at others that are hurting and saying, man, somebody should help them. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. We've got to take some ownership for our city and, and for our cities and our communities and say, okay, where, where do I fit? What, what makes me, what gives me discomfort? What makes me not content inside, right? And then step into that gap and know that it's not going to be easy and know that some people are going to look at you like, you're crazy. <laughs> you're hanging out with those people? You're, you're doing what? Yeah. I mean, Holly and I talk about this a lot. When you, when you actually be about your community, a lot of times the response is, and when we started Historic, the response was, you guys are crazy. And because we left a lot of Little comfort. Little they know we love crazy. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, well, I've known, uh, well, I've known Holly before for you, Hugh, and uh, I, I always thought she was a little woo-woo. Um, and then uh, every time I see you, it's usually at the Full City Rooster here, uh, and you're whipped creaming your everything. Oh, yeah. Whipped cream is just a part of life. It needs, everyone needs some whipped cream. It's amazingly it's crazy. Uh, oh. But. Uh, <laughs> she said that. No, no, no. I, I love it. Uh, you, you guys are uh, super awesome. I, I, I love running into you guys. And uh, everything you're just saying now is like, man, I love it. You, you're really passionate about it. If you see this guy, he should be like an actor, like <laughs> Denzel Washington or something. Is like, everybody got to be created equal. And, and, you know, and you can see, I can see it in your face and like, I can see it in your, your eyes. And like, you're, you're very passionate about what you do. Um, and that's why I'm like, I'm loving, I'm loving talking with you guys. And I can't wait to share this podcast. And you know, it's, it's a lot of what we do 
is highlight and spotlight what other people are doing. That that's why we have community partners like DFW Creatives there podcast. You go. Exactly. Everybody yeah. like it, subscribe to it, <laughs> yes. listen to it, be, be about it. Hey, but you know, whether it's Redeemed Women is a good example. Um, our one of our great friends now, Alicia Watson. Um, she she has an organization that is helping single moms specifically in south dallas a lot of fair park bonton ish area and um, what we can do is we can help provide her volunteers we can help provide her different talent maybe that could help in some way a photographer that could take pictures for her and help her promote her business whatever or we can we can even raise funds for her and that's a lot of times you mentioned that we do pop-ups at a pop-up Many times we're raising funds for other organizations because we believe in those organizations. Those organizations, again, are confronting injustice. They're coming against the status quo in a, in a positive way. They're bringing hope and light into dark spaces, into hopeless spaces. I mean, the idea that you're going to wake up many times in South Dallas and be told, you know, you're educated, like a lot of kids go to schools where they're, they're, the, the schools are overrun. They're, they're, they're not getting the best education they can get. And they're being told, man, the biggest thing you can do ever in life is graduate high school. And that's, that's what, it's like literally we mentor kids too. So Trinity River Mission is another group that we love and we love what they, they're about. And we mentor kids. A lot of the kids that we talk to that grow up in, again, impoverished areas of Dallas, their biggest thing is, I just want to do good on, on the task test or on the, on the star exam or you know, different, these state exams. We have to expose these kids and people to bigger opportunities, different opportunities. Again, the artists, creatives, a lot of times they're not getting funds or even getting exposure to art or creativity because again, they, it's just pass this test, pass this test, pass this, stay in school for high school. And then go, it, 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 it's, we have to look at it differently and think about it differently. And, you know, I mean, the reality is a lot of these kids are growing up in environments where um, they're experiencing the idea that I'm not good enough or I'm, I'm not equal and my voice doesn't matter or it doesn't matter as much as another, another kid's voice, maybe a kid in North Dallas. So we have to change that narrative. And that's what historic is trying to do is, is say there is a different narrative. Um, and we don't, we don't have to just sit back and accept the narrative that is, that is fed to us and to our community. And, you know, on that note, that's really where the idea of our camps was birthed from, because this concept of talking to these kids and then realizing their biggest dream is just to pass a test. But really, there's been a lack of exposure, you know, that they've had to other things. So they don't even know what area they may be gifted in or talented. Uh, so that's where we came up with this dream of, hey, let's get a lot of creatives together. We can get people who are great at sports. So our historic camps happen each summer, and that's where it's for free for every kid. Uh, but they go to art. And so we do, you know, beyond beyond just your typical 
just watercoloring. We do something kind of more creative, partner with DFW creatives or, you know, different people. Um, we have basketball, they have soccer. We even do STEAM, so they get to, you know, get creative in that in that area. Uh, and the goal is just to help them find things that, like, to, to try new things that they might be passionate passionate about. Yeah, so I love I love that. I'm all about the kids too. I, to me, of all the things that you do, the kids are very important because you can you got to catch them so early. Uh, I mean, as adults, we're, we get conditioned, in my opinion. Uh, you know, as time goes on and it can be harder for us to think differently or interpret things or, or go outside of our bubbles. But if you get kids early on and that, uh, you know, we're all equal, like you said, I love that we're all equal because we all are. Uh, and if you can get those ideals and those fundamentals and those values in kids that they're not alone and again, they're equal, uh, I think you're, you're setting out you're setting a new trend for the generations to come. So I love that. Exactly. And I think if you, it, and, and what's interesting, it is, it is like a snowball effect. So certainly if, if we're able to capture one kid that captures two kids, I mean, it does, uh, I'm not much of a multi-level marketer, but it does have an effect, uh, a multiplier effect. And we've seen it and it's, well, and also, y'all are uh, new parents. We are. Yeah, so I've got a birthday. <laughs> yes, hey, Jay Monet, born on Ooh. Valentine's Day. How perfect she is, the love child, literally. Yeah, birthday coming up. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. All are invited. Yeah, super cute baby. I love seeing all the pictures uh, on, on y'all's Instagram, uh, which I'll put uh, all the links to uh, all your information, how they can get involved in your organization, volunteer within the podcast description. So. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and, and when you become a parent, you begin to think even more about the next generation and, and what's, what's happening and those kinds of things. And so certainly, for example, we, we, we talk about living living intentional lives I think I think it's important to think about the decisions you're making on a daily basis as opposed to just rat race and wake up do the same thing on rinse and repeat so we we don't want to just rinse and repeat we want to think about hey where is Hallie James going to grow up and is she going to grow up around just white kids (laughs) I mean is she going to see one color is she going to see one you know, we don't want her just to see one education style. We don't just want her to see one instrument or one that it's like the idea that and the idea that you're going to celebrate unity or diversity, but you're actually not going to have unity or diversity in your daily life. We we can't just eat with white people every, for example, every every time we're at a table, if if all we're eating with and, you know, I, I mentioned the table a lot because so many, um, I think so many key moments in our lives happen around tables and we see conversations that are more than surface level at tables. I read something about that. If that's where you're going about human behavior, yeah. some of the, uh, the characteristics that define our cultures are usually most seen on a, around a dinner table, how we eat, how we bless our, our family and our food if we do or not. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, just the conversation that happens around tables, you know. Right. And you, you, it, the other reality is, is that I, I like to say the kids table 
is much more like the kingdom of God. That, but that's <laughs> also the funnest table that you can draw on it. Usually there's paper all over the table. Oh, I know. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm that guy it, at the wedding, you know, it, just playing to the kids' table. I know. Because I think the kids' table. Shout out to is, singles. <laughs> it's the most fun table. Yeah. It is. And I think it's the table that looks more like our world was intended to look. Um, it is. In the way of uh, the innocence and. I think, uh, yeah. I think the. I think the innocence, the acceptance, you know, it's, it's interesting. You get, you get kids of color, you know, different, all different types of colors with all different types of voting propensities. <laughs> and they don't give a rat's ass where, if you're a Democrat or Republican, if you're white or black or brown or it, it, they don't care if you got an A plus or a C minus. They really don't because for them, life is not about that. And I think that is at the center of humanity more than you get. I mean, it, I, I just think the reality is a lot of division and a lot of walls and bubbles that, uh, that older people, like you said, kind of, you get stuck in a certain way and you just begin believing a certain thing and you, and you narrow your mindset. Yeah. We get conditioned. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I hate it that we, tend towards that I think that's our inclination but that's why again we have to live intentionally to push against because um, you know I mean there's even studies about your subconscious mind that you're just going to yeah, like an elephant you're just going to get into a rut reptilian part of the brain there you go <laughs> hashtag neuroscience yeah well and hashtag like if you're the one that's riding the elephant you can see horizons that are so different and that you could shape a different way. But that elephant is only going to stay in that rutted path. So you have to, you have to begin to turn and do something different. And, um, and I, I agree that we're, we're not going to like do some 50,000, 100,000 people movement and change everything all at once and all that. No, no, no. It's one, one person, one kid, one family at a time. So, Yeah, and I, I love that. I love everything you're doing and talking about, with especially the kids. But you do so much more. I mean, you, you refugees and immigrants uh, and then the food rescue. You, you t I would talk, remember talking, Holly, with you about the food rescue, and you all had a really, really good event on that. Yeah, so... It's a staggering statistic, but around 60% of food that is, uh, you know, in distribution centers is actually thrown away because it's really, seen, yes, it's wow. I, I wasn't I aware didn't know of this that. until last year, but, um, you know, it, they deem it as not fit. There might be a package of something that has a couple bad pieces in there, but other than that, it's completely great. So last year we did an initiative once a month where we partnered with a couple of organizations and this food was, we would go pick it up from the distribution center, take it to a site. We would sort through it. So we would, some food was not fit and that would go into compost. Some food was actually fit for maybe animals or you know, things to eat. And then there was plenty of the food that was still great. And then we would give that food out for free. So it was like a farmer's market wow. that was free. That's and so awesome. We, we loved it. Yeah, we were actually able to give away over $250,000 worth of food for free. Wow, um, $250,000 worth of food? Exactly. That's and, that, and that's in one year. And think about a family that, 
gets to have Thanksgiving dinner because, you know, they they could they could go to the they got to make decisions so they could go to the store and buy a few things but you get them you know or just on a monthly basis they're getting enough food to last them at minimum a week maybe two or three weeks sometimes and think about the grocery bill that you're saving them from and the other things they can do with that money so i do think that uh we and i i love the story you know of handing a, a one of the kids a, a blueberry and they've never tasted it before wow you, you, we stuff we take for granted i mean uh, the, you know if you we have the convenience of just going to 7-eleven or a grocery store especially here in dallas foods food is plentiful here dallas and america in general but then just going in other places or small uh towns or whatever where it's not so and then like yeah and i, I you know, people don't necessarily know there's 40 food deserts in the city of Dallas, which means there's there's two issues there. There's access and affordability. Um, so, you know, you know, to get from Bonton down in South Dallas to the nearest Fiesta, which is the closest supermarket they have, you're talking a three-hour round trip on the bus. And 87% of people in Bonton don't have transportation. So you're talking about 87% of those people are going to have to take three hours and you're a single mom and you got two kids. So you're going to drag two kids onto the bus, go three hours to get as many groceries as you can put in your hands. And Jeez. it's the realities, um, again, are staggering, but we've got to do stuff to help them. And, th and that's what we were trying to do. And that is the key and why we love to collaborate because it's all about we can do more when we all combine and, and get together. You know, you've got these great organizations. They may need more manpower. So we have connections or volunteers. And, and so that's how we're really able to do more, I believe, is just by joining forces with people who are crushing it at their particular area. Yeah, because one of the things that a pop-up experience does is it takes local artists and musicians, uh, DJs, um, you know, all type poets um, you, you get all types of artists we've had we've had pop-up experience where 60 artists have been featured that are you know I would say maybe struggling local artists and you're getting to highlight them and what they do and their unique gift uh, to our community and there's so many great um, artists not unlike yourself I mean you're kind of world-class I guess what you would say world-class that's a compliment <laughs> hey, but no no that, that that was actually one of the the biggest things that uh, that I loved about your organization is I'm a strong I mean, if you haven't listened to these podcasts before this is your first one listen to the other ones please but I I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a big advocate and strong supporter of featuring local artists like you said, a lot of amazing talent here in this city, and I love that y'all have created a platform to showcase some of these people, all for a great cause, you know? Yeah, and I think it, it's also interesting when, you, when you're willing to cross lines, for example, in the, in the idea of religion. Um, we have plenty of people that don't believe in Jesus or God that are a part of our organization, um, but we all fundamentally are willing to come under the umbrella of loving our neighbor. <laughs> and, and I think that it's, it's cute to say that, but you have to do it. You have to put it into action. And that's what we're 
attempting to do on a weekly basis and then through these pop-ups you know we're trying to say every everyone is valuable everyone brings something to the table and now we can't get everybody but we do our part we do what we can everybody has influence and can leverage that and for your listeners you know i mean you may have listeners that are in the city of dallas i'm sure you do but i think it's just leveraging what you have where you're at in your community and if that if if you can highlight other people whoever those other people are if you know we highlight uh booker t washington has some great poets for example we've had them over <laughs> you know from from them to we've had a uh, an amazing artist uh, jennifer mays she did a live watercolor painting during one of our um, experiences she's also helped curate our camps for the art component right so you just you you've got to think about it though and that's the that's the challenge you can't um live in a like a self-consumed existence and and this does that's what community's for though that's what community's about and you know my argument or my <laughs> my hypothesis is that when you when you give and when you think about others it actually is more satisfying and rewarding for you than when you don't so that's great to hear that from you i've, I've heard uh it affects whenever you volunteer or you don't you know donate your time or you gather people people uh, have different perspectives on stuff but yours is in line with mine so high five mister <laughs> yeah Bam. There you go. Yeah, I love it. I love all you're doing. You actually guys have a, a, an event coming up. We do. So February 9th um, at Crowdus Bar, we're gonna we're gonna have a February 9th. Yeah. Okay. So I would say it's a it's Valentine Valentine themed. Yeah, Valentine themed. Love is in the air. Yes, it is. Um, and I, you know, we'll have um, a, a, we'll be featuring a DJ that many of well, some of you have heard like a beauty bar and some other places. Um, and then we'll have uh, the Hair Ninja, um, Ali Bonilla and his crew from Esoterica Salon. They're going to come out and, you know, do hair braiding and all kinds Chalking, of fun. You can get chalk in your hair. How cool is that? Oh, whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be featuring their kind of, you know, obviously what they do. We're going to do... Um, uh, we're gonna have a videographer there as well doing um, like Valentine messages. So if you want to send a Valentine message, you can. We're gonna have a videographer there to record it um, and put it out there. I'm also really excited. One of my favorite people, who I affectionately re affectionately refer to as the Unicorn. I'm sure some have met her. Her name is Jennifer Wester. She does a lot. She's gotten grants within the city of Dallas, and so she works a lot at, at, with kids at libraries. Um, but she's doing an interactive photo booth experience. Ooh, Ooh Mufasa! <laughs> um, so she'll have this giant kind of themed uh, backdrop that she's creating, but she does these amazing cutout crafts where, you know, it all started when her kids would like to destroy stuff. And so she thought, okay, they're ripping all this stuff up. What if we take what they rip and make it into something, which birthed this idea where you cut these I mean, it'll be like the Dallas skyline or the city of Rome or a turkey or, you know, she basically takes a theme and you cut paper, uh, color it and create it into a, a form of art. Uh, so that's something we'll have on the on the ninth, but also we're working to create 
literally something that the kids get to do with her every single week. And so we've started that. It's going to be a book that they can, um, that each kid can have access to. So super excited about our artists. Can't speak highly enough. Yeah, again, and this is open to the public. Oh, yes. Free. February 9th. What time, by the way? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Um, I would say uh, we actually start s- serving cocktails at 1030. <laughs> so you can you can come early. Cocktails and convo. Yeah. Oh. And but the event, you know, uh, generally speaking, it's about an hour long. Um, we pop ups usually last a little bit longer. But uh, but from 11 to 12 is is I would call it the the meat um, maybe of of the time. And then, you know, get there a little early, stay a little late. Uh, the DJ will be spending at 1030 and. Um, and again, I mean, when we have uh, some artists from Make Good in Arlington oh, yes, coming out coming as well. um, from Make Good. Yeah. Make Good is a is an artist collective uh, based out of downtown Arlington. Um, uh, one of the featured artists is Double Blind Surprise, uh, Adrian Cook, Adrian Cook. Um, but uh, yeah, shout out to them. But uh, but yeah, you know, we. They're going to do screen printing. So Ooh. I think we may have T-shirts, but certainly that's Valentine's fun. I love screen well. printing. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's fascinating to watch. Yeah. So, I mean, as you can tell, um, it's kind of it's it's not 31 flavors, but I guess uh, in, in a way it is. It's all built in around the idea that, hey, how about we how about we love our our city really well and come together and celebrate that? Um, and we do it in different ways, right? So, um, so there will be there'll be live music. There'll be, uh, you know, all these different interactive experiences. Uh, plus, you know, generally speaking, we offer some type of um, short, inspirational uh, type of messaging um, that can help focus us as a community to say, hey, how do, how are we going to go out there and tangibly do this? So. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. Well, again, uh, not with your information, but I'll also uh, promote the uh, the event as well. So whenever you guys uh, share the invite, I'll uh, put it on the all on the DFW Creatives channel. Try to get as many people uh, to come up there as possible. Thank you. We love it. You have to come too, and we're just so honored to be here. Yeah, pack the bar. We. When when we do pack the bar, it does get a little crazy in there. I will say. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been I've been a crowdist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, that's fun space. Crowd. I mean, if who doesn't love a lit up? You know, Us. Yeah. Like, dance floor. Yeah. Bring your crowd to crowdist. There our, you go. That's our tag. I'll have to hit the bar first before I do the dancing. So. <laughs> yeah. A little liquid courage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great space, uh, and it's going to be a wonderful event. I, I I foresee it. I have powers. Uh, <laughs> I can see into the future. We are pretty next yeah. Uh, speaking of the future, where do you want to go with historic? Um, so in 2020, we are looking to uh, actually launch our next city uh, for the historic movement. Um, it's it's very s- scalable because you can love people wherever you're at. And uh, because there are communities that need help wherever in and, and, you know, we primarily are in um, high density urban settings. Uh, so we'll uh, we're looking uh, outside of Boston right now, looking at Seattle as a possibility. Wow. OK. Um, uh, Denver. Uh, you know, so we got a few thoughts, uh, but uh, we are um, we're hoping and, and our goal is to start our next kind of historic movement in another city. Uh, this year in 2020 and um, people can actually experience historic online so our online community continues to expand we see 
uh, on a weekly basis, people watching from, uh, from about six countries, uh, kind of all over the United States, uh, spread out. So, you know, and that's really also in part due to another platform that we're exclusively featured on called stream now. Yes. So stream now is, uh, more of an independent, I would call it a version of Netflix. Um, and they, they, they feature, kind of independent um, films and TV series. And uh, they actually picked us up as a church, uh, which they've never done uh, exclusively. Uh, so we're on their platform called Stream Now TV. You can, you can go there, you can download their app on your phone and you can actually engage with Historic uh, whenever you want at, at your convenience. When you're binge watching something, you can binge watch Historic. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But you can't stay on the couch. You got to go get involved in your computer. Off the couch, guys. <laughs> That's so cool. Congratulations on that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're really excited. And um, so, yeah, our, our focus is to continue to make a, a greater and greater impact here in our own city. But to um, our dream is to help shape, shape cities that shape the world. So I love that. Again, a super awesome speaking with you guys today and hearing more about your organization. And I can't wait to share it. We are honored that you would even uh, consider us. And uh, we we don't say that lightly. And we, we appreciate your friendship because um, we realize friendship goes both ways. And um, we're honored. And, um, and we do believe in you. We believe you are actually much more than world class. And do an amazing job at, at everything you do and everything you touch seems to be really really cool so um well, thank you very for you very and, kind thank yeah. you thanks for adding your magic to the world and ah uh, stop it <laughs> stop it you two but back to you guys uh <laughs> no no i so like i said i can't wait to uh to share this and and spread the word uh i can do everything i can to spread the word of all the good stuff that y'all are doing but saying that I, i'm gonna go ahead and close this guy down uh again i'm gonna put uh i'm gonna put all y'all's links in the podcast description and uh please guys uh volunteer show up uh, bring your girlfriend, bring your boyfriend, bring your girlfriends, uh, bring yes. your kids, bring everybody. bring everybody. Saying that, Hugh, Holly, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, friend. Thanks for having us. Until next time, you guys stay creative.